0: What's up, and welcome to another episode of Black in the Maritimes. I'm Fidel. I'm Hillary. I'm Clinton. And we're going to start with good news. Congratulations to Andre DeGrasse, uh, who won gold uh, at the Olympics, the first gold medal of the 200-meter track sin- since 1928. And then we have another winner. They're both Black people, by the way. That's why we're mentioning in this podcast. We're saying, I mean, I know what people won medals too, but that's not the subject of this podcast. Uh, now, Damian Warner from London, Ontario, also won... Uh, the gold. So congratulations to them. Uh, definitely proud Canadians, of course. Uh, and we're going to jump into that going with the other big story, uh, which was Simone Biles, which is the most condecorated gymnastic of all time. Uh, she decided not to participate at the event uh, because she was having mental health issues. Now, a lot of people in the right in, of the Republican Party, the GOP, and things like that were really mad, and other people were really, really happy that she did this. Uh, I mean, what what do you guys think about it? Hillary, we'll start with you.
1: I'll I'll clarify by saying that there's like one event that she didn't participate in because apparently she, not only her mental health, but she was also getting the twisties, which is like when you, when you spin in a certain way and you have no idea where your head versus your feet are. And it's really, really scary. And then she did continue on to compete in something else a few days later. And instead of getting gold, got bronze, but said that it meant the most because she was able to take that time for her mental health. And it's, I think one of the first medals that she's gotten, that isn't a gold, um, I think good for her. A lot of women have been speaking of during these Olympics. We've got, you know, um, the German um, gymnastics wearing full leotards, the Norway women's, I think, volleyball team refusing to wear bikini bottoms. Simone Biles speaking out about mental health. It's their monumental Olympics this year. I feel like everyone's just like over this bullshit, that they have to go through to be able to participate in these athletics that go beyond just being an actual athlete. I can't imagine how difficult it is to be an athlete during normal circumstances, let alone during a pandemic and how hard it must have been for her to even um, practice and do everything this year in terms of training – with a global pandemic going on. So kudos to her and all of those women for standing up for what they believe in. I think it's really important to try to evoke change.
0: Clinton, what's your thought about it?
2: Well, I think to all the people who get really, really mad at athletes for not being able to perform due to mental health issues. I mean, honestly, too bad for them. Uh, I know there's a lot of money put into the athletes and hopes and expectations, national pride, um, sponsorships but you know these people who are getting angry it's they're making it about themselves and yeah they want to be entertained by seeing these athletes perform but hey if she's having um the spinnies
1: the twisties
2: the twisties and she can't do it it sucks it really sucks but people live to tear apart their heroes and you know she's gonna get some backlash but she had to take care of herself and I'm okay with that.
0: I mean, I will say
2: this. She's the most, like,
0: the most decorated. I would say. the the Decorated. Decorated gymnastics ever. Uh, Mental health is real. And it's so easy for us from our couches judging somebody that has to do that. Uh, I I feel like mental health is real. It's it's a real thing. People go through it. We cannot see it, but it, it is real. And the fact that people are judging an athlete that you cannot do what she does, <laughs> like we literally you can't do it. Uh, you're sitting on your couch criticizing it, but you, you're not there uh, for having health issues, which, again, mental health is is real. It's a real health issues. I mean, it is insane. Like if she would have broken a leg, would you be more satisfied? Like, Oh, this is justified because she broke a leg. It's like, well, no, no, it's, it's the same thing. She's having health issues and she should take care of herself. Uh, even if she wins or doesn't win, she should take care of her, of her mental state and her body. Uh, That's definitely how I feel about that. But going about that of the Olympics, about the money and uh, you know the sponsorship and all of that, uh, Business Insider uh, had a YouTube video. You can check it out on YouTube, and the topic is why Olympians are so broke. So Olympians in the United States, uh, the government does not pay for anything. They have to pay for personal trainers they have to pay for their health physicians, they have to pay for everything in order to compete in this Olympic and see if they qualify. Uh, So these people, depending on what you're doing, because there's, again, the Olympic has a water polo, you know, fencing and things like that, you don't get as much exposure. Uh, People are working DoorDash, people are working two jobs to, to be in this Olympics. Uh, The Olympic committee does not pay anything. They don't give money. The Olympic committee does not give any money to these athletes. Uh, And I started researching, okay, this is in the United States. What about Canada? So, because this is a Canadian podcast. So I started researching what the Canadian Olympics are. And it it turns out it's kind of similar. The only difference is, is that they have grants that you can apply for, but that doesn't mean you can get them. Uh, so these athletes have to pay everything, from their physicians to their training, to, which it can go to, 100, 100, 150,000, sometimes 80 to 75,000 dollars a year, just to train. And if you win, let's say that you qualified and win. The government of Canada gives 20,000 dollars. To the gold medalists, fifteen thousand dollars; to the silver medalists, and ten thousand dollars to the bronze medalists. That's it. That's all they win. Now you have sponsorship money. You have all of these things that you can get as an athlete, uh, but not everybody gets that. And that's it. Only if you win or if you're in an exposure. But let's say you're doing fencing or arrow. That's not like a popular sport. Uh, you. Probably going to be out of luck. And what shocked me is that the Olympic Committee that makes millions of dollars on this doesn't pay the winners. They don't give any money to these winners. So uh, I I was shocked when I heard this. I'm not a fan of the Olympics, but I thought there was more to it. So, Hillary, what's your take on it?
1: I will say that I, for some weird reason, I know this. Well, it's not a weird reason, but I know that that there's a, a fencer, not a Canadian one, but a fencer who got a a brand sponsorship with the skincare line Clarins. And I thought that that was so bizarre at the time, but this knowledge came to use now. I guess like, I, I think that it's in a way a shame but at the same time, if this is common knowledge, it's it's sort of the same sentiment I had the last time we talked about the Olympics in terms of the cities know full well when they get involved, the amount of debt and problems it's going to incur. Like if you become one of these athletes and your goal is the Olympics, I don't know that you're in it for the money anymore. I know that it must suck. Everyone needs money to live obviously, but there's, I would assume different reasons than that. Why you choose to try to excel in a sport or you just have this gift and you want to see how far it can go. And then it becomes this like lifelong thing. But I, I do think that it's sad, but I don't necessarily think money is the reason why Olympians become Olympians or, or go that far. But it's the same thing with most things. Like Oddly enough, like it, you have to you have to pay into being a model. It costs thousands of dollars to get the headshots and everything before you're even put out there for other people to give you jobs and contracts. So it's not unlike other things in the normal world. It's just a very unfortunate reality.
0: Well, well, now here's my question to you. And then we're going to go to Clinton uh, with the, sure. say, the question. Countries like the UK, China. Germany, they pay their athletes to do this. So mm. the training, the, you know, the living facilities for them to try to, like, if their pers- prospects, what happens in Europe, uh, if you're a prospect, like say, like if you're a good runner or a good fencer and you are going to represent, or you could be representing team Germany, Germany will pay for all of that. And then if you qualify, Germany will pay you for the other part. Same is in London. And in China, is even, it's even crazier. In China, that's your job. So mm-hmm. if you're a swimmer, that's all you do 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you get paid. That's your job. Uh, the other thing is, is that you're representing a country, right? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. You're representing a whole country about this. So don't you think that the government of Canada should kind of and again, in, in my opinion or in your opinion, do you think the governor of Canada should do more for these people or, or give them some type of salary if they're going to represent us as a country?
1: Here's a few thoughts on that. Other things that Canada doesn't do, consider fashion and art and give fashion grants under the guise of art. The Canadian government also doesn't help the Indigenous have running water. I, they don't seem to have all of their priorities in check. That being said, I have mixed feelings simply because it's not like we're asking these people to represent us. Like they just become so talented that they do. And I just don't know that we as a country maybe hold the Olympics to that much of an esteem. Like when I see, the Chinese perform at the Olympics, when I see them come out and they've got like the biggest team and they've got like 300 and I think 30 athletes this year performing, that makes more sense to me, I guess that it would be a lifestyle there or an actual choice or potentially a career to be so good that they fund it more. I just, I don't think that our budget uh, maybe allows for that. I don't think that we seem to care. It doesn't seem to be a big priority. It, it, not to ruffle feathers. I don't know who would be listening to this that it would ruffle their feathers. But like, running water isn't our priority. Why, why would we pay sportsmen? I like. I don't think our budget is necessarily one that makes sense.
2: Clinton, what's your take on it? Well, uh, between the two of you, I think you probably expressed anything. Most of the thoughts I might have regarding that. Um, and Hillary, you make some really good points about the fact that, yeah, you don't think they're playing, doing, spending their whole life perfecting this craft just for money. But I got to say, I was completely thrown off by that, Fidel. I was shocked. I had always assumed that just like these other countries you mentioned, Canada and especially the States invested in their Olympian athletes from like day one. Like I thought there were scouts out there finding the best of the best like you know like how scouts go to high school basketball games and find like the best talent and but for the olympics like grooming these kids from like four years old and investing in them i thought they were like national assets uh and they're not Uh, that's really surprising um you guys make good points about like maybe it's not Canada's priority and should it be and you know why would we invest all of our valuable taxpayer money in this kind of thing but just when you think about like professional athletes playing sports and the millions and millions they make maybe not in the college level but it seems like for at least winning all the people that lost maybe for at least winning being the best in the world there'd be a little something more in there than just like three quarters of a year's work for like a minimum wage working individual here in canada that's shocking it's it's too bad and i guess they're never going to do anything to change it but you guys make good points but i've always been under the impression that it was paid for in canada and it was covered that's it that's my thoughts Uh, on that
0: honestly I am not a fan of the Olympic. My biggest shock is that the Olympic Committee gets all these millions of dollars and doesn't pay the athletes or the winners of it. Like, for me, that was the shocker. I'm like, you people make a bunch of billions of dollars and you can't give the winners some money. Like, the Olympic Committee doesn't give any money to these people, the countries do. Quentin, you have that to was, you say?
2: That was my other thought. Yeah. Like, with professional athletes, you know, all the arenas, they make billions and billions and trillions. and they, they trickle out this little amounts to the players, which actually amount to be millions. Uh, I know the Olympics is once every four years, but they must make enough to give just the winners. How many events are there?
0: I have no idea. I'm not 100, a hundred. Yeah. 90, hundreds 50,
2: 200 hundreds. There's I would think lot. so. Uh, there's a lot. There is a lot. Well, I'm for the sure. sports that draw the most media attention, the sports that draw the most viewers on TV, those, you know, getting those ad dollars, um, Maybe those should get paid a bit more. I don't know. For me, that's a Like, strong- you have to even pay the Olympics to... You have to pay the Olympics to broadcast in their arena during the Olympics, too, right? These, new, yeah. these news organizations, they have to buy, like, licenses to, like, be the official Canadian host or the American host or the German host or something. There's all kinds of income coming in. You'd think they'd give them a little bit more.
0: And sponsorship. For being the
2: best like, in the world.
0: Like I said. And you know what the kicker is? The football players in the World Cup, they all get paid. All of them, oh, get really, paid. Yeah, really, all of them get paid. A, a World Cup, yeah, yeah, yeah. The World Cup, all of them get paid, it's not free. Those players get paid, and I'm like, why are the Olympians not getting paid by the Olympic Committee since they make it's the same for argument dollars.
2: for college basketball players in the states, right? They haven't, so they're treated more like non professional athletes at the Olympics.
0: Go ahead, Hillary.
1: There's 67 sports. So how, how many of those have different events? So there's got to be hundreds mm. if there's a, 67 sports. And this they, year they even added some. Like, if you, you can add a sport, but you can't pay these people?
0: Like, that's <laughs> what I don't get it. Like, the Olympic Committee makes all of this money and they cannot pay. I'm not saying pay everyone. Pay the winners. The three winners, because <laughs> there's bronze, Silver, pay them. <laughs>
1: I am very curious to know if there's a paid diff, like, is it, is the difference like set only by um, the type of metal? Because I would hope that they would pay the Paralympics of uh, Paralympians also the same. <laughs>
0: Well, how it works is that it's not the Olympic Committee, it's the country. So it depends on the country. So uh, maybe Paralympians get paid if the Chinese ones are, or maybe it depends on the country. So, But for me, the shocking thing is is that the Olympic Committee makes money. They make a bunch of money, and they don't spend any money on the facilities.
2: <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to country, Google this right now. I want to know how much they take in. This may have to be an answer for... I'm going forget that tonight.
0: The countries pay for the facilities. The countries pay for all of this stuff. The Olympic Committee doesn't pay any, but they get the revenue. They share the revenue from the sponsorship, from the TV licenses, and ticket sales. And it's supposed to be a non-profit organization. So I don't understand. But personally, for me, again, I feel like we should burn down the Olympics. (laughs) I feel like... (laughs) It should, this should not exist. Uh, And if it would exist, make it in one place and one place only every four years, we could do it in LA. Like it could be a spectacle, whatever. But I feel like it's a waste of, it's a waste of money. (laughs) I feel it's a complete waste of money. So
2: I I I do have one statistic here I just found. Uh, It says every day the Olympics committee themselves distributes about $3.4 million US around the world. To help athletes and sporting organizations. Do you know what I mean? But that's so, the
1: same as like according Kim to their own website.
2: Yeah, but they're spot like they're they are pay, we were saying that I don't know if this is true, we were saying that all these athletes have to pay for it themselves. This Olympics.com website, it's their website, but they're saying they're distributing three point four million a day around the world to support these athletes that want to go towards the Olympics. One point two billion a year.
0: Well, in Canada, particular, there's grants. You can apply for grants of the Olympic Committee. You can do that mm-hmm. here. Okay. Uh, so those are grants that you apply for. But it's not like what we're saying is is that if I am the fence gold medalist, Canada gives me some money, right? Canada gives me twenty thousand dollars. Why is the Olympic Committee not giving me twenty thousand more? <laughs> like that's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. Like y- y- you have money if you're able to give through three point two million dollars a day you should be able to give me $40,000 just for winning that's that's uh, what we're saying but again I, i'm I not a fa- i'm not a fan of the olympics at all i don't see the olympics i don't watch the olympics we i think it's tell. A- no, no it's a it's a waste of money i can't i can't do it it's just because it's in the news but it it, it is what it is uh so we're going to move on to the baby there's a lot of rappers with baby baby name little baby the baby but in this case it's rapper the baby uh, he's been under the microscope right now because he said a lot of things at rolling loud, which is a festival. Uh, and he has gotten a lot of backlash, uh, sponsors have turned him down. Radios are not playing him. Uh, he has apologized three times already. Uh, and all celebrities are getting involved. Uh, even I think the last thing I saw before we started the podcast that Miley Cyrus Send them a message to see if, if we can educate them about the LGBT. Uh, Hillary, you know a little bit more about this, so go ahead.
1: Um. So yeah, I guess you you started out pretty good. The baby said um, some homophobic comments during Rolling Loud, so. Um, he said that he encouraged everyone to raise their cell phone lights on the condition that they weren't gay men or affected by HIV AIDS. And then inaccurately said that the disease would make you die in two to three weeks. Now there is something really ironically funny about Lil Nas X getting asked to educate people about AIDS and then to baby proving that people are not educated about AIDS. And I still don't think Lil Nas X should educate people about AIDS. But someone needs to educate the baby because of this is um, incorrect and really sad. I like I have no sympathy for celebrities who are uneducated and then show their ass about it. When they don't need to, he could have just said, put your cell phone lights on. He kept going with the sentence when he didn't have to, got himself in trouble, showed that not only is he not educated about AIDS, but that he's potentially homophobic. And I hope that this turns out to get him in the end. Like, I I just never understand when celebrities who don't need to say anything about anything ever say dumb shit and then they get upset that they get caught in it he didn't he never had to say that sentence so like sucks to suck your verse in levitating with Dua Lipa wasn't that great bye
0: I mean Hillary you're the LGBTQ person in this podcast <laughs> uh and Clinton uh is the rapper and he lived in the hip-hop world for a while uh, I myself I am a hip-hop kid and we know that homophobic slurs have been said as long as i can remember listening to hip-hop i heard homophobic slurs um which has never been right but it's been part of that culture now clinton uh what is your thought about it like you were somebody that as an artist uh and again you grew up around hip-hop this is part of the culture and it, it it it's not great but it's part of the culture so what's your take on it
2: regarding that yeah it always was part of the culture and that's just how it always was it was a way of insulting another rapper in a rap battle when you were battling out on the street right? or on a stage or in a song like that is the way you put the other person down by insinuating that they were gay um so it's always been a theme and in, you know things that society has moved past Uh, in the past five years still seem to be prevalent in hip hop culture, like things that are not okay outside of hip hop culture still have a place in hip hop culture. And it hasn't seemed to move forward yet. One thing that I found has left hip hop culture um, is references to gay people as an insult. I don't find that that happens as often in definitely never happens in commercial music and a lot less in underground music. So the fact that it happened just recently is kind of surprising. And when we first started, I thought you said Lil Baby. And I was going to say, damn, because I just started listening to Lil Baby, getting into him. He's, he's kind of good. I, I still haven't really messed with the baby. So that's all good. And I know it's confusing. Um, but what was I going to say? It's, there's the, have you guys heard of that Twitch streamer, Aiden Ross or Aiden Ross? Uh, he's a guy I read about recently who he always has rappers on his Twitch stream. And one thing he likes to do is kind of, I think it's pranking. He like prank them and clown them and he freestyle with them and make references to like himself being gay to see how they react. There's a whole bunch of videos of some rappers getting really mad. Some rappers threatening them. Some rappers just brushing it off. Some rappers threatening to leave and some rappers laughing and being cool about it. So to anyone listening to this who want to see which rappers are doing that you can check out. A-D-I-N, Adin Ross on Twitch, it'll show up. Um, I mean, that's dumb. Like you said, Hillary, he didn't have to say that. He didn't, he could have just gone on his set. I don't know if he was feeling insecure about something that happened offstage and he needed to assert his his manhood. Um, He probably won't face too much blowback from it, from his core demographic. Or maybe he will. We'll see. Uh, It'll definitely catapult him for a while into a higher level of popularity. People will be reading those articles and checking about on Spotify if they've never heard him. So he'll make money off this, which is weird with the way that, you know, media works these days. And then people will probably move on.
0: I, I agree with you. I think they will move on. Now. What the funny thing to me is, is that a few weeks ago we were talking about little NASA kissing a guy at the BT awards and rappers like Boosie, Badass, Ti, and a lot of rappers were condemning that. Now the baby does this, and those same rappers are trying to defend the baby. <laughs> saying, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, Boosie, Ti, they are all defending the baby, uh, saying uh, uh, like you know, like oh, this happens. This is part of the com- you know, you know how the black community is like trying to defend it. And I'm like, you guys were just criticizing little Nas X, like like the the part that it struggles is like, yes, there is a lot of homophobia uh, within the black community in the United States. There's a lot of homophobia with anywhere that there's Christianity. There's a lot of homophobia, like, like Christianity and homophobia go hand, hand in hand because that's what they, they teach. So anywhere that the church is involved, that's going to happen. However, how can you say, Oh, he made a mistake. But when little X does, it is like, oh, the children, <laughs> like, what are you teaching children? I'm like, that's the most hypocritical thing that somebody can do. And I think that's the thing. Like, will people forget about it? Probably they will. That's, that's more likely what's going to happen. Now, my question to you guys is that these celebrities that are butting in, the rappers, especially Southern rappers, are trying to defend him, And these pop stars are trying to educate them. Do you think they should do that? Or do you guys think that they should just, like, don't say anything at all? Like, the baby shouldn't said anything at all. Hillary?
1: The more that they talk, it's the same thing. The more that they talk, the more that they, like, sort of show their ass, right? Like, I'm okay with, like, T.I. saying that. Unsurprising. He wanted to know about the state of his daughter's hymen, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, homophobic comments from T.I., unsurprising the man is worried about his daughter's virginity so it helps me know which celebrities I no longer want to listen to when they either support baby or support Lil Nas X because I am the type of person who tries to Mm -hmm. listen to music and support art that does align with my values I am one of those people who stopped listening to like Michael Jackson and um what's his face that I can't think of black person, women. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Like I have no interest in listening to those two people anymore because I don't want to give money to them or their estates when I believe that they have seriously harmed women, children, other individuals. If other celebrities want to comment where they do not need to comment and they want to side with homophobia, they're going to potentially lose money in the end, hopefully. Or maybe karma will just get them. That's my take.
2: Clinton? Mm. Or they may make a bit of money in the end, right? Because, again, anyone who gets the name shouted out or media attention, it's just like seeing a, a discarded McDonald's fry container on the side of the road and suddenly you want McDonald's. No, it's true. <laughs> like, it, it's just product recognition. These guys say they're, they're anti or their support for the baby. And next thing you know, someone's going on Spotify and streaming their music because of it. Like, oh, I, ain't hear, I haven't heard TI in a while. Um, he's going to lose followers. He's going to gain some followers. Um, the question is once you become a celebrity, does that mean you're not allowed to comment on? Things anymore because i'm guessing over these twitter responses everyone and their uncle always wants to put their two cents in whether they're famous or not it's just that the famous people get the attention for it and it just breaks down like that i think you're always going to have a number of different opinions um should they've said it no you shouldn't be saying those things nowadays
0: i feel like the baby i mean i don't think it's going to get canceled i think what he said was horrible. And I, I think the the other thing is, is that a lot of people are criticizing the baby, which is fair. And it's it's perfect. But there is a lot of queer rappers out there that people don't support. I mean, if you are somebody that, you know, you want to make sure that homophobia is out of hip hop culture, which it should. It definitely should support some gay rappers uh, I mean, there's a lot of them. There, there's a lot of them. Mickey Blanco, leave. There's guys from the Broad Hampton. Some of them are gay. Uh, I mean, Tyler, the creator, I think he's gay. I'm not 100 percent for sure. I think he is or he's not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, well, he's pretty popular. And, and I, I like his music a lot. Uh, but there's a lot of queer rappers and female rappers, too, uh, that you know that they're queer, openly queer, because ho- there's always been rumors about the ones that are not, like the Queen Latifas and the Missy Elliotts and that. Uh, but there, but they are open queer rappers out there. So if you want to stop homophobia in hip hop, support LGBTQ rappers and LB- people that support that. Uh, by the way, I will say this: uh, if you guys haven't seen, and I'm an old head, I'm in like a '90s, 2000 baby. Uh, Versus had. Dipset versus the Locks, it was amazing,
2: (laughs) amazing. I saw some clips. I saw some clips, man. Jadakiss was going wild. I gotta watch the whole thing. You you gotta watch the whole thing. It was
0: amazing. Again, Hillary's like, "What? Who's the Locks? What's a kiss Yeah, what's Dipset? I know Hillary's like, "What it is? What is this?
1: (laughs) I got nothing.
0: No, we're just saying that we're old. So that's all. That's all. That's
2: all we're saying. So or it could be because you're in New Brunswick. I mean, you guys didn't it even could be a lot then, of and things and, and stuff like that. That's not I'm, true.
0: People know who Fatman Scoop is here and Snoop
2: Dogg. <laughs> of course.
1: I mean, I like I listened to Snoop Dogg, but I was obsessed with the Backstreet Boys until I was like 10. Sorry. I used and to kiss the TV when Nick Carter came on. Then he punched Paris Hilton in the face. So there he goes.
0: You know what the fuck? You learn thing new is. stuff about you every week, huh?
1: Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. You and Ever- all our listeners.
0: But I mean, she's like a diehard Harry Styles Like, oh, I oh, you haven't
1: been paying attention to Instagram We broke up because he's going out With Olivia Wilde, cancelled his concert dates And fired his female pianist Without any reason Which sounds to me like anti-feminism And female workplace harassment So I'm very concerned So you're going to that together there when then, the next
2: song drops don't uh,
0: worry. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say So that yeah. means you, you're going to cancel Harry Styles Is I very
1: happen? well might <laughs> I didn't really like the last album in comparison to the first one, in all honesty, and I've said that multiple times. I just okay. thought that he was a nice guy, and now I don't think he's a nice guy.
0: So we're going to make this thing. Like, 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 I'm going to put the scenario. If One Direction decides to come back. That's different. That, okay. <laughs> There's
1: five of them there. <laughs> like, I always loved Niall, too. I would do it for Niall. <laughs> also, do they all come back with Zayn, or is it just the four? That changes it, too.
0: I'll be honest yeah, with I you. Don't, go ahead i don't know anything about one direction
1: <laughs> i was told... gonna
2: say i just I, I don't know these names it's okay hillary doesn't know <laughs> dipset and, and the locks but i know one direction i don't know any of the, the, the band members i don't know the songs or anything like that, hey, that, that everybody
1: does... knows what makes you beautiful you know that one of
0: course i'm sure i know that yeah but i don't know na, na, who na, they are na, 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 oh, na, it. it's like the macarena everybody knows the macarena but i mean that doesn't mean we know who sings it <laughs> yeah you know some dipset songs you just don't know what you do yeah
2: that's, that's that was t.i's original band
0: no no cameron it was cameron cameron Duel, cameron yeah cameron. Duel santana and and jim was, jones yeah. and
1: i only remember t.i because of we whatever you had
2: like i smoke we drink and going right tonight Oh, I don't. Uh, yeah you should have loved us with the baggy
0: pants and the and the do-rag and the bandana that was oh my god yes i know. have to dig up
2: some photos of me and you for that <laughs> i'm sure <laughs>
0: no, i know that I, I couldn't get to that i, I just couldn't do the baggy now pants that,
1: that's something that we could have on the patreon if you pay enough money you can see those <laughs> photos of clinton and fidel in do-rags
0: <laughs> you, you know what let's do that if, there you yeah, if you donate on Patreon, if we get to hundred dollars a month on Patreon, we'll do a photo shoot. We do rags and baggy pants like the two thousand. I would be up for that.
2: I crisscross. <laughs> we'll do the crisscross photo shoot.
0: We'll do crisscross
2: too. We'll do all old, old school photo shoots. We're we dating ourselves hard here. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hundred dollars a month on Patreon. That's what we. That's <laughs> what we need to get that. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to move on to uh some Canadian politics, uh which is a party that it's it was gaining some traction in the Maritimes, but now there's a clusterfuck in that party. Uh and we don't know what the hell's going to happen. And we're talking about the Green Party of Canada. Now, if you don't know, the Green Party of Canada in the last election got the most MPs that they ever had before, 3. And one of them was from Fredericton, New Brunswick, uh, which is Janica, I think that's her name. Now, she defected from the Greens to the Liberals. And this is where all this shit started. Uh, what happened was, is that the conflict from Palestinian and Israel was happening. And the leader of the party, Anami Paul, she is a Jewish black woman. So she said her piece kind of defending the Jewish. So a lot of people didn't like that in her party. And she there was already a lot of animosity uh, towards her. And the Jenica defected from the Greens to the Liberals, which was a big shocking. Now, Annemie Paul needs to get elected uh, as the leader of the Green Party, but her own party doesn't want to give her fun uh, to start her campaign. So the leader of the Green Party, Anime Paul, is suing her own party because they want to freeze her their account and the party wants to take her out. The leader of the Green Party is suing her own party. And she is saying, one of her things is saying that she's being discriminated as a Jewish black woman. Now, this is a clusterfuck for a party that's supposed to be like progressive and they're supposed to be more open than the liberals and the conservatives so i mean what do you think is going to happen clinton we're going to go with you i
2: i really don't know the whole thing hurts my head it's crazy like she said something um that is a popular opinion among some and not popular among others it's such a heated topic and it it has been for so long for like about 70 years because she's Jewish, especially her saying that makes it seem like she's supporting the the genocide of the Palestinians. But again, we have to ask the question, would a white male in that position have taken that much heat, received that much hatred, had that much animosity, have all this controversy sprung around him? I mean, we remember Stephen Harper, right? And some of the things... He said, I forget about Donald Trump, like a lot of Canadian politicians have said way worse. And in fact, a current leader elected twice with his blackface history and stuff like that um, gives me a headache. I, I I thought it was so cool when she became the leader. And she's such a cool individual. And she's going through so much right now. I It would be a shame to have her removed from that party because i i think she might have been the first leader in a long time that really had the potential to take that party somewhere and if she gets removed i don't know who they're going to replace her with but i i think it's i think that internal hatred that 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 steam they have going for her i think when they remove her if they like they're gonna they're gonna lose out themselves
0: now you said a good point there clinton and i'm gonna ask this to you again and i think i know your answer because you said it Would it be happening to a white man or a white woman at the Green Party, what's happening to Annamie Paul, if they would make those same
2: comments? I think there may have been some criticism. I think it may have received some heat in the media for a few days. And then I think it would have smoothed over. I think, I don't know if it was because it was surrounding this particular conflict in the Middle East, but I, I really think it would have smoothed over. I know anime Paul is not the baby, but I mean, I think because she's a black, bald woman who's also Jewish, I think all I think she has there's like this cocktail of reasons for to hate prejudice people to hate her. So no matter what, I think depending on how much you like the individual, it can kind of balance the context of how you're going to weigh their actions. And I don't, I don't think no, I don't think she would be receiving this kind of assault against her if she was a white male.
0: Hillary, same question to you, but first of all, what's your take?
1: I don't know that I can say any much more different than what Clinton said. Like that was a a lot of information. I definitely was not educated about all of this. So I had seen her tweets and felt like, I felt sad hearing that like, you know, a black woman was facing a lot of Backlash. I think some of it is understandable given the topic, but I do agree that it it feels to me like a lot of people who maybe were already uncomfortable with having a black Jewish woman in this position are now using this to fuel a fire in which they remove this person from that position. I appreciate that she's not going out without a fight and is suing her own party, but a clusterfuck is definitely an understatement for what you just described and what's happening. Um, Like, I hope that I guess I hope that it works out. Like, I like that, you know, there's black female representation as the leader of a party. Whether I support that party or not, I think that that's great. But I definitely don't think that if she looked more like the majority of the country, that so many people would be as upset.
0: I mean, personally, for me, I would not be surprised if it was. The Conservatives, I would not be surprised if it happened on the Liberals. That would not surprise me that something like that would happen because those two parties are run by white men. That's the way it has been. That's the way it is. And we don't know if it's going to change anytime soon. That would not surprise me in either of those facts. In the Green Party, like the Green Party, the party that's supposed to be That they're the most progressive. The NDP and the Green Party. Let's 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 take a conservative. The NDP. His lead. Their leader is called Jack Meek Singh, and he's not white.
1: Jug meat.
0: Yeah. So the NDP has a you know a Canadian with Sikh or Indian descent, and you know they're progressive, and they show that by their constituents. Matthew Green was in this podcast. He is. Uh, an MP from Hamilton, he's black. Uh, you know, they they show their diversity and they show their progressiveness. The Green Party is supposed to be that, but even more environmental friendly and more like kumbaya, my lord. And the fact that this is happening there, <laughs> it is insane that I would, like I said, it, it is insane. I do agree with all of you. I think uh, if uh, if she would have been a white woman, I don't think it would have been this much of a thing. Uh, and if it would have been a white man, I think it would have. You know, again, I do think there would have been some backlash, but not to the fact that they're freezing her funds for her own campaign. And she's the leader of the party. <laughs> so it, it is insane that this happened to enemy Paul uh hopefully we can get her one day uh hopefully uh and she could say her story
1: i walked by one of the her toronto like offices that had people in it and stuff and i was like what if i walked in and was just like hi i'm hillary from black in the maritimes can i have like 10 minutes of anime paul's time I know she's going through a hard time right now, but could I see the woman? Is she here? But I assumed she wasn't actually there. I just kept walking.
2: Hello, uh, no, anime Paul. We have mentioned you so many times on our podcasts. We know some of your friends. We we talk to some of your like. Please, when you when you have a minute. Well, no, yeah, but now, she,
1: now someone needs to cut this clip and like send this part to her. Or you, yeah,
2: like, can no. we all just like?
0: <laughs> I, I think we're gonna wait till till this shit blows over because I mean. I, I am going to make a prediction right now. I usually don't make a prediction. I think if she doesn't win a seat, she's going to be kicked out of the Green Party or she's going to have to resign. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. So if that happens, then hopefully you could, she can she
2: she would reply to us.
1: I mean she'll have a free schedule.
2: Yeah, she well, we don't know. Maybe she'll get a job. I don't know. Whatever. And that <laughs> Whatever. is something that usually happens anyways. To be fair, that is something that usually happens anyways. It didn't happen with Jugmeat Singh but if a, the conservative party leader, the liberal if you don't win the election, usually they're gonna try to find someone else to to win it.
0: Well well, Jagmeet stayed because you want to see. If he wouldn't have won a fair, seat, he probably, fair, he probably, he probably would have been out. Yeah. An- Anami Paul needs to win a seat. If she doesn't win a seat, I we don't see her in the future in the Green Party. And again, this is crazy because the Green Party only has two elected officials. So, so it, it is definitely. So yeah, uh, Anami, just contact us when you, it, it, whatever happens, we'll, we'll definitely be glad to, to, hear, to hear you out. Uh, so, all right. You guys have anything else to say? This was a good. A couple of good minutes that we gave people, so.
1: I'm great. Just, you know, um, I will take a minute to say that um, we hit 2,000 followers on TikTok today. And I don't understand, but I'm elated. So if you're not following us, join the 2,011 people that are and give us a follow over there. And I'm Cropberry on all of the social medias. I think that's it.
0: Also, me and Clinton will wear 2,000s hip-hop attire if we get to 100 bucks. A month on patreon (laughs) if we do that uh, we will get the do-rags we will get the baggy pants we will do the photo shoot so yes uh support us on patreon uh you know like us on tiktok instagram facebook twitter at black in the maritimes please subscribe uh to our podcast on apple Podcasts and leave us a review thank you to the people that are leaving the reviews we really appreciate that and it really helps the show out clinton
2: go ahead and if we get to 200, we're going to make a video of us doing a cover song to All I Want to Do is Zoom, 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 okay? Just, I'll, I'll put that out there right now.
0: Jesus, man, I, 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 I don't know if I Why want to co-sign that? that, but okay, sure,
2: I'll get it. I, I it, like. Shake bro, it, shake shake it, shake it now, shake it. Hillary's I looking at us like, no, you guys I'm trying agree? to
1: figure out if I, I know, it.
2: know it. Oh my gosh. But
1: I think when you hey. said Zoom, 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 I thought of Zig, Zig, ah.
2: no. Okay. I'm I know gonna, that they are going to make you. When you come to New Brunswick, I'm going to give you a USB, okay? I'm going to make you like a playlist. Oh my I'll God. make you a playlist on Spotify or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, just hit, just, we'll be in a room together. Just hit play and be like, this is the lessons you're This is good taught.
2: music <laughs> that people of our culture listen to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> help
1: me be black, guys. That's why <laughs> I'm here for black education.
2: Wow. We'll okay.
0: I thought Hillary was saying, Look at this old black dude listening to this music. I wasn't. I have no
1: idea what you've been talking about this entire time. Oh, so it could be as recent knows. as last year. It could be as old as 40 years ago. I have no reference.
2: <laughs> what were you saying, Nothing, nothing. My daughter, she's always like, she just she knows every song from every decade, every era. It blows my mind. It's amazing. So, I mean, you can do it. You can do it, Hillary. It's like, it's, I think I it's just, I, do I think it's geographic long. area that like you. You grew up in. I just don't well, think they had music back then. But the Brunswick didn't have high-speed internet till what 2004. It wasn't even an option.
1: Keep in mind, my mom gave birth to me at 43. Do you think my white Acadian mother wanted to listen to rap? We listened to the BGS every weekend. Oh, I didn't and hear any of this Beatles.
2: music at home. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Now yeah. the the question is: Before we close it, did you listen to Sorry, Ta-ish? we're supposed to close. Yeah
1: um my uh my yes i know Cayush. i for, but my mom went to aberdeen school with the lead singer of 17 i've listened to Cayush, i like hotez dillard i like Les um very excited for acadian day
0: yes hillary is very new brentwicks probably there's some <laughs> there's some country music going on there anyways these guys